0: Hello and welcome to Unrivaled Experts, where we get the best of the best to share their insider secrets so you can get a shortcut to living a better life. I'm Chris Gunkel. And normally, if you listen to this show, normally, you know, I don't get into a whole lot of backstory with my guests. We just jump right in. Today, though, I'll give a little bit of backstory because it gives you some context into what we're doing here today. So uh, our guest today is Kamen O'Connor. And he's the creator of Light Mind, which is a breakthrough technique to help busy people have a happier and more fulfilled life. And here's the backstory. He started out practicing and teaching meditation and got kind of frustrated, got kind of bored with it. So started researching and developing new techniques and he narrowed it down to, he got right to the root of it. Hey, why do do people meditate? And that is so they can be happy. So he started focusing on happiness, developing new techniques around how does our brain work. So getting into positive psychology, getting into neuroscience and all of that study and all of that practice, he came up with light mind, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I'm pretty excited about this because it's for busy people who are kind of struggling sometimes to, to keep happiness in their lives. So listen in. We have with us Kamen O'Connor. Kamen, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much, Chris, and and thanks for the introduction. Um, You gave a really good overview of um, what LightMind is about and uh, how I managed to sort of, you know, uh, create the the technique that is LightMind. So uh, I appreciate that and I'm looking forward to having a chat with you and hopefully give your listeners some uh, good tips on how they can maybe make their lives a little bit happier and maybe add a little bit of fulfillment to them as well.
0: Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. I think we all need it, especially now. It's crazy times. So let's zero in. Uh, we already touched on it a little bit, but can you tell us who is it that you help the most? Who's the number one candidate for LightMind?
1: Yeah, well, um, you did cover it pretty well in the introduction there, but I suppose the number one candidate for Light mind was always me. You know, I developed this for me. I mean, as you mentioned there, you know, um, uh, I think if I maybe described very briefly what my life was like, um, it'll resonate, I think, uh, hopefully with you. I know when I was talking to you, you said you had uh, two kids in high school. But if you cast your mind back maybe about, you know, 10 or 15 years, uh, this might be kind of what your life was like so my life was waking up in the morning with all the sort of troubles and jobs of the day flooding into your mind the mornings will be a bit of a rush where you're just kind of you know rushing to get the kids out to school rushing to get into work and there's no real time to engage with your partner with your kids because you're just busy you're just busy all the time work then is always busy and you probably feel at this stage in your life when you have the kids and now like mind isn't just for people with kids but as I said I developed it for me when I had kids and I suppose there's a case of between a really busy work life and an even busier and more hectic home life you get to this stage in your life where you just feel stressed and stretched a little bit and even though objectively you're looking at your life kind of going, you know, I, I have o- my own business, I have a beautiful wife, I have two fantastic kids, I love them all, I'm living in the house I've always wanted to live in, I should be happier, and you uh, know you look on it and you're kind of going, but I'm not, you know. And then that's who light mind is for, the person who is stuck at that stage of their lives where they have a lot going for them, they have a lot to be grateful for, but just they are just feeling unhappy unfulfilled and kind of is, as if life is bypassing them a bit
0: yeah and that's a tough thing because you look around and, and think hey I, sh- I should be really excited about this people people would kill to have uh, you know the yes. life and, and everything that i have and and so do you find that that maybe there's some feelings of guilt that go along with that as well or angst that go along
1: there is there is because because you're so busy you know, and, and because you know you're not in a happy place, it's very hard sometimes to think clear. And the one thing you probably don't think of is, you know, maybe I should be putting some time aside for myself because you're kind of thinking, you know, I'm not even giving my kids the time they want. I'm not even giving my my wife the time uh, that she deserves. You know, uh, I can't start working on my own happiness here. You know, whereas, you know, if you look at this objectively, you know, your happiness, if you're happy then, you know, you're treating your kids, you're engaging with your kids more, you're engaging with your wife more, you're far happier when you're happier at work, you're more creative, you're more outgoing. So your own happiness is vital, but there can be this, as you call this, a guilt of sort of, you know, I don't have time to focus on myself. I've got too many other things that I need to be doing. Whereas by not focusing on yourself, you're actually doing a disservice to all your loved ones, your work colleagues, everyone.
0: So, what's the solution then? We get in this funk, we need to get out of it. What is your solution to help us with that?
1: Well, the solution that I developed, and as you know, throughout the interview, we'll probably uh, hit back on some other things um, uh, that you'll want to know about how I came to develop it. But the solution is. I believe that to have a happier, more fulfilled life, you need to be able to do two things. Now, this isn't the end all and be all. You know, there's a thousand and one things you can do. But what I did after years of studying neuroscience, positive psychology and all that, I wanted to develop something that just busy people can use so they're not doing a 101 things. And the two things that I thought and that have worked really well with the people who have done LightMind is by, first of all, appreciating and take the time to appreciate the good that you have in your life now that's easier said than done so in light mind what we have done is we've created these short science-based exercises that you do you don't do them every morning a few mornings a week a few evenings a week and these exercises effectively rewired your brain and uh, now that might sound like you know we're, we're digging into your brain and actually playing around with the neurons or all that we're not these are just really short exercises where you listen to my voice where i'll start to tell you to close your eyes take a deep breath and i might ask you maybe to think of a nice meal you went on and I'll ask you just to engage with that image. Now, the engagement is key. You engage with that image for about 20 or 30 seconds. So say, for example, if you're picturing a meal you had with your partner, you engage with the image of your partner. You see their eyes, their smile, their face. It's a really nice exercise. And it's these 20 or 30 seconds that are so important because when you're doing this, you're actually building neural pathways in your brain, positive neural pathways. And then I ask you to sort of, I prompt you a little bit more in the exercise, and it's just a series of little prompts. And then I get you to just sort of stay with the image for a few seconds, and then you take a deep breath. And then at the end of the exercise, I ask you to set your intention to appreciate this person next time you see them. So you set an intention. These are very short, very simple exercises. But when you do them regularly, you know, and this is just a few times every week, you start to become naturally more grateful. Now it's not all about gratitude within the exercises. There's over 64 exercises or there are 64 exercises in total to build in that variety, but there's also some exercises that deal with compassion, some exercises that deal with empathy, that deal with joy. But in most of them, there is a gratitude element. And so when you start doing these exercises, you start to naturally become more grateful. For the things that you have in your life, and you start to naturally tune into the good that you have in your life. So that's one of the key elements of Life mind.
0: I love it, and I think it's great. And we do need to be intentional about that gratitude and and, and really noticing that in our lives. We tend to skim by it. Um,
1: and the intention is you picked up on a very important point. Like I'm just describing it in very broad terms, but you you picked up on the intention element. And intention is a key part of, you know, um just personal development, that you set an intention to do something. And this is an intention that's at the end of every exercise, where no matter what you were thinking about, say now if the exercise is hard, I get you to think about nature and all that, in the at the end of the exercise, you set your intention to take in the nature that's around you. So, you know, when I do those exercises, after I've done that exercise, the intention might be, you know, so appreciate, you know, the beauty around you. And I will set that intention. I'll visualize that intention. And then you find yourself over the weeks as you continue to do these exercises that you start noticing the beauty and the nature around you because you set your intention to do it and you purposely do it throughout the day. So intention is very key as well.
0: Now, so many of us feel this squeeze on our time, on our resources, on our happiness and and, and try to deal with it in our own way, right? Without seeking help. So when people are trying to do this on their own, trying to cope, I'll just put it as cope, um, what are some of those common mistakes that they're making when they're t- just trying to trudge through and, and make it to the next day?
1: Um, well, I suppose one of the things, and you mentioned it there, was the guilt thing. They don't actually put time aside. An often, lot of the time, people will say, you know, I'll just never find the time, you know, to, to sort of to, uh, do stuff that, you know, might de-stress me or do something like that. And one of the mantras that I have in my mind is that you'll never find time, you know. You're not gonna find time underneath a chair, you know. You're not gonna find time isn't gonna knock on your door and say, Come get me. You have to schedule time. So that if you're feeling stressed, one of the key things you need to do is put time aside to just think about what's stressing you out. To think about what can I do that will make me happier. Now the problem there is, though, as you probably know, Chris, is that an awful lot of time you will jump onto Google and, you know, you'll see sort of top 10 things to help me deal with stress. And one of the problems that an awful lot of people have, an awful lot of people that came to uh, LightMind and that I teach LightMind too, is that meditation and mindfulness will always come up as you know it's the common denominator in all these if any article has five things to help you de-stress you can be guaranteed meditation mindfulness will be in each and every one of those articles even if they've only got two things that will make you less stressed meditation mindfulness will be in there and as somebody who taught meditation mindfulness i'm not dissing it but what i do know is that loads of people and i know this from having taught it take up meditation or mindfulness and then after a few months they quit and they think well you know, that whole thing of well-being and all that, that's just not for me. You know, I tried it and it wasn't for me. And I would say, don't quit if you don't like meditation or mindfulness. It's not for everyone. I quit meditation and mindfulness and I was a teacher, you know. Um, so don't give up if you find that meditation isn't for you. Meditation isn't for everyone. You, I'd say most of us will know nine out of ten people who said, oh, I tried meditation. Yeah, I did it for a few weeks. I did it for a few months, but they don't stick with it because it can be tough. It can take a long time for it to sort of show any effects. Um, It can be frustrating. And that's why a lot of people leave it. So don't quit after you, you know, if if you find that you find meditation or mindfulness too tough. Stick with it. Go and look at other alternatives. There's loads of things you can do to make yourself happier.
0: Now you mentioned doing some research on these things. People go, out, you Google things, and and you find some articles. You said so many of them had meditation and mindfulness. When you're doing those searches, when you're seeing the advice that's being given out there, what's what makes you shake your head? What's that that terrible advice that you see and you wish it wouldn't see the light of day?
1: um th- there's a there's a lot of them other than sort of people going on about meditation mindfulness as a sort of you know a catch-all for you know this will definitely make you happier one of the things that really uh gets me going and you know what it's not in it's not in the articles because most of those articles are pretty good you know the thing is they give you loads of options and that's what like mind is all about about giving you just sort of you know fewer options but very targeted options but one of the things that you hear people say is that you know? Oh, you you should be more grateful, and this is one of the things that sort of a lot of people that come to Light Mind say. You know, they say I, I should be more grateful. You know, I have so much in my life, but gratitude is a is an emotion, and uh, you can't should an emotion. You you know, you can't if somebody, somebody can't say to you, oh, you, you should be in love. You know, but you either are in love or you're not. You you can't just you know, click your fingers and be in love. It's the same gratitude. You know, you, you can't, should be more grateful. You either are grateful or you're not. Now, I'm not a naturally grateful person. My wife is. It's genetics. An awful lot of this is genetics as well. So, you know, she's naturally grateful. It comes so naturally to her. She comes home from work and she's expressing heartfelt gratitude for the people in her work. I'm not a naturally grateful person. Neither are a lot of the people I know. But that doesn't mean that you can't become more grateful. And doing exercises like you do in Light mind help you to become more grateful. Now, I don't think I could be practicing Light mind for a hundred years and I'll never still be as naturally grateful as my wife. But I found after years of practicing Light mind that I am becoming more and more grateful with each passing month and each passing year. But when somebody says you should be more grateful, that really gets my back up.
0: Yeah, I get that. I, I, I like, you know, just changing that little perspective changing how we look at things or the words that we use around that love it you can't should an emotion now, no give us an example of somebody who you've helped somebody who came to you um they were stressed out having a hard time with with gratitude having a hard time with happiness how you were able to help them out
1: um yeah those um it might be his testimony might be on my website there's a few testimonies you'll see on my website but mike was one that uh, uh i suppose Mike was very similar to me in a way. That's why I kind of, I kind of bonded with him and um, we still chat. Um, Mike had four kids. Okay. I've only two. So Mike was doubly more, uh, more stressed and more stretched than I was. And uh, he came to me. He he had a good job. He really liked his job. Um, he had a good family, but he was just, he, he was at his wits ends when he came to me. Now, just to be clear, Light Mind isn't for people who are, you know, suffering from anxiety or depression or anything like that. Mike was suffering from what I would call everyday stress. He was just, you know, he was busy in work. He was even busier at home. He had no time for himself. Um, he came to me and he was kind of saying, look, you know, my hair is falling out here. Now he's good humored man, but he's like, My hair's falling out. I'm not able to give the kids the time they want. I'm coming home from work and it takes me two hours to unwind. Not that he didn't like his job, I said he did, but it was a very stressful job. And he said, By the time I've unwound from work, my kids have gone to bed. I have no real quality time with them. You know, I'm also in my mid forties. My wife and I don't get much time together. I also feel like I'm never going to get to do things I always wanted to do. So it seemed like it was an awful lot. Now, I have the light mind technique. I'm not going to say it cures everything. But what I will say is that after three months of doing light mind with Mike, now, just to bear in mind, this was pre-pandemic. And pre-pandemic, I was teaching Light mind in person. Over the last two years, I've moved the course online now. So it's an online course. But I had Mike in class for about two months. And about three months, I was keeping in contact with him. And after about three months, he was like, you know, unbelievable. Now, I could see the impact after the first two weeks. He was coming back to me in class saying, yeah, I'm feeling a lot more grateful. I'm I'm tuning in with my kids and all that. But after three months of doing it, he had, like, he was engaging with his kids every morning. Every morning, they spent a half hour at the breakfast table chatting. No books, no phones, no nothing. Now, these aren't things that I say you have to do in light mind, but I do point you in the right direction he was he always wanted to write a book so he had gone on a writing course and he was doing that writing course for one hour every evening this wasn't taking up a huge amount of his time but by giving himself that extra time to do the writing course by giving himself that extra half hour only in the morning just so him and his kids sat down at the table and chatted these were huge changes to his life and you'll see in light mind I also talk about introducing small happy goals and one big happy goal into your life. Um, And Mike had introduced the one big happy goal, which is where he was taking a writing course and he was learning how to write a book. Now, as he said to me, he doesn't think he'd ever even publish the book, but he just always wanted to write a book. So he was doing that. And then he introduced a series of small happy goals, all revolved around spending more time with his kids and with his partner. And they were all kicking in and he was just he was a changed man. So I was very, very happy for Mike um, that uh, it worked out for him because it really did transform his life in such a positive way.
0: That's a fantastic case study. One that so many of us can relate to. So thank you for sharing that with us. What's something that we can do in the next 48 hours to get going down the right path?
1: Okay. Um, this uh, this is a little exercise. I, always tell my class and it's one that's on the online course as well and it's just one simple question a simple question i ask myself only about once a week because um you need to sort of if you do the same exercise all the time it loses its sort of freshness so this is just a one question exercise i ask myself about once a week and i recommend your uh, listeners do it and do it in this way i close my eyes and i just ask myself silently what's so good about my life right now okay so that's the question what's so good about my life right now and then while my eyes are closed i'll bring to mind two or three things that are good in my life now why i say i do this once a week is because usually it's the same two or three things that come into my mind and that'll be you know my two daughters my partner maybe i might be going out that night with a friend of mine and that'll come to mind And then I just engage with each image. So if there's an image of my partner comes to mind, I'll just engage with that image. We talked about it earlier where I'll see her eyes. I'll see her smile, you know, and I'll just engage with that image. I'll do the same for maybe if my daughter's come up. If I'm going out that night, I'll bring to mind the friend I'm going out with. I'll bring to mind the night that we're going to have. And again, just you spend about 20 or 30 seconds on each of those images. Then you take a deep breath. And again, you just set your intention. You just say silently to yourself, I'm so lucky to have this in my life and I'm going to set my intention to appreciate those people or this night or whatever. And then you just open your eyes. Now the whole exercise takes about two minutes, but it has such a positive impact because even if you're having a pretty crappy day, if you just close your eyes and do that exercise, you just realize, you know what, I've got a lot of good in my life. And also by just doing that exercise of just kind of, you know, taking 20 or 30 seconds to let those images just kind of you know filtering and to absorb them into your mind you're also building those neural pathways as well which is so effective at developing long-term happiness so again ask yourself what is so good about my life right now close your eyes and just do it for about two minutes and that will definitely do you some good
0: two minutes and that's the first step to a happier life so make sure you do that cayman I could talk to you for so long about all this stuff, the science behind it, everything with it. Uh, we've barely, barely, barely scratched the surface here. I know you have so much more to offer. Your program is something that we can look at online and take online. Um, but tell us, how how can we find you? What are some some resources that you have? Where can we find you online take that course?
1: Yeah, and thanks for asking me about that, Chris. Um, and you're right, you know, there's... There, there's an awful lot of science behind this that we could get into. Uh, it'd probably be boring for an awful lot of your listeners, in fairness, but there is so much science behind this. But to find out more about Light Mind and also to get a free exercise for yourselves, because I have a free LightMind exercise, uh, which is about five minutes long, kind of like the exercises we talked to there throughout the, the podcast episode here. But if you go to LITE, and that's L-I-T-E, mindmind.com mindcom so light-mind.com and on the home page there you'll see that you have the option to go to get a free light mind exercise and when you get that free light mind exercise you get a free download link to it you'll get the audio file and then you'll also then get a few more emails from me which will have more free exercises in it so go to light-mind.com and uh, apply for that free exercise
0: Fantastic. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I'll put those links in the show notes so that way everybody has easy access to that. I encourage you all, please go out to LightMind, check it out because we're all stressed out. Let's be real about it. So we have a solution here that isn't a half hour of sitting and meditating. We can take a couple of minutes uh, and, and really get a lot of the benefits. So came in. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks very much, Chris, and thanks to your listeners. Take care.
0: Thanks for being here and checking out our latest amazing guest. Be sure to head over to unrivaledexperts.com to learn from more incredible experts so you can get a shortcut to living your best life.